Hey viewers, I'm Sarah and welcome to the 21st episode of Radio Hot Lap, live from the Royal Hotel. Mega stakes, guys. Make sure you join us at the 2006 Calypso 500 Adelaide and the even mega Hut Street Cooper's Pale Ale Racing Street Party on Saturday and Sunday. How mega is she, JP? Fantastic, Johnny. Well done, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I did that either. Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotline. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry, boy. That's all uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Hello viewers, welcome to the 21st episode of Radio Hot Lap. 21 today, cheers Johnny. Cheers JP. Here we are today at the pub doing it, uh, not uh, at our regular world headquarters of Radio Hot Lap up in Norwood, but uh, and with the, the high profession, the professional gig and all the hardware and stuff, we're doing it with the iPod and the remote microphone and uh... Yep, it's an ad hoc radio hot lap today. Ad, ad, ad. Johnny and I have both been so busy, we've done absolutely no preparation and since it's our 21st and it should be something special, we decided to go entirely in the opposite direction. I suppose we really need to thank the viewers we for uh, paying attention for 21 uh, episodes or 21 podcast episodes or shows of Radio Hot Lap where we take a light-hearted look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technical gadgets and technologies and the occasional barbecue. Or barbecue technique. That's right. And beers. And what are you drinking tonight, John? Mate, I'm having a, a schooner. No, I'm having a pint. Yeah. If you're in another state, there'd be a schooner. That's another mystery, isn't it? South Australian it beer sizes, which you yep. might end up telling us about. I'm having a pint of Stella. That's right, because they, the Heineken couldn't come out of the tap properly. That's right. <laughs> Kept getting Heineken ice creams. So it became a last minute change. And I'm having one of the old Tui's Extra Dry, which is now on tap, I'm very happy to say. Sitting across the road from the National Wine Centre here in Adelaide. Uh, it's a, it's a lovely spot. It's a Royal Hotel and it has the best steaks upstairs, viewers. Uh, Johnny hasn't been here, but we thought, you know, for, yeah. uh, for our 21st. We uh, better uh, just uh, have a bit of a... We thought we'd lash out. A shufty. That's right. Have a big look. Righto. Well, what's on the news? Well, I suppose it's uh, girls first and congratulations yeah. to girls. Yeah, well done. Congratulations to our very own Samantha Reid from South Australia in Formula Fluff. <laughs> Formula Ford, okay. Yeah, we yeah. won't use the Mark Bryantism. Um, yeah, she could be the next big thing in motorsport because she's doing all right. She's beating the boys. Yep. She's not the ugliest thing in the world. And, um, you know, yep. it, and she's, she's a girl. Been, and she's been in the Australian Institute of Sport twice recently. She has. Twice. So there you go. What did she get wrong the first time? So I don't know, but uh, she was the first of the formula local Formula Fords. That that's, uh, means she's leading the South Australian Championship. Um, at Malala. Uh, I think it was 
the week before last, if I remember rightly. Sponsored by Clipsal 500. It was sponsored by oh, Clipsal The money they weren't sending me, they've obviously put on that. Because <laughs> they're not sending me any more money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I don't care. No. Um, and uh, she's got the new engine, and uh, two seconds a lap. I mean, that's uh, oh, cheating. Unbelievable. <laughs> if it was in the U, it'd be cheating. Fantastic. What was it? Two seconds over the whole race? No, it was two seconds over. <laughs> Only so, if you get caught. Well done, Samantha. Oh, so there, there you go. A bit Hello. of local news to kick off. What do you, what do you got there, Johnny? Mate, I've got, uh, I've got Rally Sport magazine that uh, picked up the other day, and I went. Apart from the fact that the, I got Mount like Buller sprint and it looks like over it, so therefore John had to bite to see how many radio hot lap stickers he could. Oh, and pop. how many are there? There's one. <laughs> page one. No, it's actually got a, a three-page article on um, Mark Ryan and Mick Pindo's uh, Camaro, which uh-huh. they ran in, in Classic Adelaide, and I was lucky enough to be. Um, Licking the diff oil off at uh, Mount Buller. Well, you were indeed. For those good. of you who listened last year and heard us doing the Classic Adelaide stuff, uh, you know we were uh, helping out Mark and uh, Mick. And, uh, yeah, so they've got this Mount Buller article. There it is, uh, viewers, page 57 of the uh, Rally Sport uh, magazine. March 2006 issue of Rally Sport magazine. It's uh, pretty good. And there's some lovely photos there. And uh, all the boys yep. are there. Apparently, look, you can see the price of fuel back then, 124.9. It's about 10 cents a litre down now. So you can see how things have changed. I know when there's a motor race on, the fuel goes up. Well, it was 123.9 today, I hate to tell you, in uh, at the mobile in, um, in uh, Pulteney Street. But there's that short boat, that short angry boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> short O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mate. Can we say that? Oh, oh yes, we can. Now that uh, Mick Pinder and uh, Mick Pinder and Mark Bryant, uh, Mick is the uh, CAD manager at ProDrive, good bloke. And uh, there's his brother Rowan, and we've just ended up finishing a uh, job for it, Synergy Packaging. Yep. Looks like they're big sponsors of motorsport, and uh, and Mick is um, uh, sorry, uh, Rowan is is a top bloke and is converting the Stingray or the, uh, the Corvette, 69, Corvette yep. Stingray 69 into a full race car, and, and ask me if I can come and. Lick a bit of dip oil with him. <laughs> but I think, it's your, t- I think it's your turn, Jason. Why yeah, don't you get in the passenger seat with him? Yeah, well, I'm not sure about that. Anyway, viewers, have a look at that Rally Sport magazine. Some it's pretty interesting stuff in there. Count how many uh, hot lap stickers or you can see on all the cars. If you get it right, you get an iPod Shuffle 512 only. <laughs> <laughs> and no change. Second hand. That's right. Definitely used. Right, that's it. That's it. Okay, Finish so that magazine. That magazine. All right. right. Now, while we're talking magazines, there's a new newspaper out. Now, it's a monthly. It's called Racer Australia. The first edition is March 2006, and it's only 5.95, where all the others are around the seven buck mark nowadays. Um, yeah, not about the fact that there's five dollars twenty for auto fiction. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. I'm but then, if you add that up over the month, that'll end yeah. up. That's a different format. No one's got that format. It's not got the nice shiny paper. Well, it's actually the format that auto fiction used to be in the old days. I'm a fan of the old. What size is that, mate? It's just newsprint and A2 tabloid, basically. Tabloid, but it's got staples, so it's not just going to fall in your lap. It's actually very, very good. Lots of good articles. The only thing that I would suggest that you find for, for the, the registration on the print's really nice. Um, yeah, the colour's good. I think um, we might maybe we'll put an ad in there. Yeah, well, there's an idea. What for? Presuming that they're still around next month. Uh, the only thing I've got to say probably is there's a lot of old news in there, like roundups of things, like Parry Dakar. Um, that might be so, but there, there are some very nice engineering pictures in here that true. go into... Look at that, they've got the Porsche RS Spider, the yes, evolution of that article. car, which is, is, is it's joined the American Le Mans series. The one that it's UK is, Paulie was talking about back in... Ooh, yeah, episode. Oh, November? Episode whatever. whatever. Yeah, November, <laughs> December. It's, um, for those 
like this is an excellent uh, the reading material for people who may not be quite as into the sport as, as you and I and, and, and many of the other viewers who might like to pick something up once a month and get a, a rehash of what's going on and certainly if I was going to be flying from here to London this is the magazine I'd pick up because there's more in it for the less amount, least amount of weight true and there's some interesting stuff that's not in the mainstream. There is, right next to us, a large schnitzel has just appeared. A huge. <laughs> it turned oh, up it really with a, a huge ear full of gravy. Ah, viewers, if you ever get a chance, ears, schnitzel ears. <laughs> schnitzel in Adelaide. ears in Adelaide are always <laughs> fantastic. That bloody cumbrit salad. Oh, oh, why do they do there. it? Viewers, don't go there. Look at that. And that's an interesting shot of the new Audi R10. Ah, the diesel burner. Ah, and Johnny's phone's on. And I'm not taking it. And he's not taking the call, so that's all right. Uh, the Audi R10 is there with, a, with the new low version of the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower's been cut off at the first balcony. It's been cut off, and they're arresting the driver. Yeah, it looks a bit that way. Yes, page 29 of Racer Magazine viewers, and you'll see that... that uh, Funny sort of. Uh, is that our old mate there? <laughs> it, it is our old mate. What's his name? Uh, Wolfgang. Yeah, Wolfgang. Wolfgang uh, uh, no, Ulrich. 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 Dr. Ulrich. Dr. Ulrich. Yes, uh, right. uh, the, the director Wolfgang of Ulrich. director of Audi Sport worldwide. Good bloke. <laughs> Looks a bit better with a bit of a bit of cake on his lap after it got flicked off from um, Alan McNish. That's right, McNish's birthday and we're heading down the race of a thousand years. And we're talking of the race of a thousand years, here we go, what a good segue that was. Rumour has it that um, we've had Don Panels in town last week. Don was down, stocking up on a bit of good wine because he's not yeah. very good at making wine himself on his uh, on his estates over there in Atlanta and also down at Diablo Grand, a little south of San Jose in California. Yeah, well, the um, there's... But we love him. For those viewers who aren't aware, there is actually a court case going on over the fact that um, the South Australian government initially promised Don that the the uh, Australian or Asian Le Mans series would carry on, I think, for at least five races. And, of course, we had the first race of uh, 1,000 years on, uh, on the year 2000, uh, New Year's Eve. And um, then it was subsequently cancelled and supposedly the money went to the nurses. Now, our Premier at the time, uh, Mr John Bannon, was over last week as well, and very... Uh, <laughs> I bet Don adamant, was over last week as well. Very adamant about the fact that he wasn't getting involved in our pre-election uh, garbage that's going on here in South Australia. But uh, it would appear that maybe he had to make a court appearance as well. So the court case is ongoing, and they reckon it could take years to complete. Yep, the peg's been running pretty hard down here at the moment. I've uh, no idea who I'm going to vote for, but uh, that's probably because I'm not on the roll. I'm under the radar. Just <laughs> <laughs> so get a sneak, just sneak means a little acronym in there. Just means you've got to go back to Sydney if they call a poll over there. But, uh, yeah, no, Don was down here, and uh, I didn't catch up with him because I didn't know he was here. And even if I did, he would have gone, no, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. No, but it would have been good. Arsies. What What is that? What is that? Uh, he's... Uh, Don's daughter married uh, one of the guys that uh, is, uh, I can't remember his damn name, but he was in charge of merchandising, and I met him over there at, uh, at the, the Panos headquarters in Brasselton, Georgia, and he goes, oh, you Aussie wank. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name, but we'll, we'll come up, we'll come up uh, later. Anyway, good old Don. All right, cool. Um, oh, go on. What? Oh, all right, well, I'll go first. Yep, okay. After you. Um, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, happy 21st. 
Okay, we've got... It's, it's, it was announced, we covered it last week, and um, we've got the, uh, the WPS, Orcon, Bargwana's in, Max Wilson's in, and WPS is a new acronym now. <laughs> what does it stand for, mate? Worst Paint Scheme. <laughs> they've, they've been it is a bit of a DB, isn't it? Vainly trying to combine the WOW logo with the Orcon logo with the WPS black and silver, and it don't work, boys. Go back and try again. Look, it actually, it's actually got a, a little bit of colour in there. <laughs> You're the wrath of gore. Uh, the only thing that looks good on the black is the DeWalt on the front splitter. Yeah, that'll probably be the and only... And they're good power tools. Probably the only thing that won't be broken after the first race as well. But look, they've run the, lo the logos up the side. Very NASCAR. Yeah, they have. Actually. It has got that little bit of NASCAR look to it. NASCAR sort of Even the number, the, the, the font they've used for the number is a bit NASCAR. You know, that's funny that uh, in, in some forms of motor racing, they don't let you have fans numbers, but it's all uh, go for broke pretty much with um, with whatever you want, and I, I quite like it. I like it. All right, you like it? Okay. How are they going to go though? Do you think oh, they've got Cosworth on? Oh, no, they've got Cosworth. I think on. Oh, that's got to be a connection well. for Kevin Calkins. Yes, it would be. Yep. Absolutely, the Kevin connection, the Kevin Cosworth connection. There you go. KTK. Oh, they're <laughs> turbochargers. So don't go back there. No, no. Okay, okay. Um, big diesel king king up the road there, viewers. Yep, certainly is. Righto. Right, what do you got next? Oh, well, I was going to just uh, bring up the speed limit. Come on. I don't know, he's always on the show, but he's never here, Alan Simonson. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we can't talk about the Triple Eight stuff that we didn't talk about last week, but that'll be talked about on Friday. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, got to look after them and let them do their own thing. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I remember that. Uh, Al rings me up and says, mate, I've got to do a press release. And I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, I, said, well, I was racing on the weekend. I said, no, you're not racing on the weekend. You're not you racing at all. You're not even in Australia, right? Why? <laughs> but you're not racing. He goes, no, I had to go up to Wakefield Park, you know, for, for Ten Hugelin's uh, Consolidated Chemical Company uh, Ferrari 360 GT in the Australian GT performance, uh, GT Championship. Um, and he said, well, can you just come up and shake the car down on in, 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 in sort of private practice because we've done some changes over the weekend uh, because, because of that. Because he had all those gearbox yeah, problems Yeah, gearbox last year with gear it. selector yep. problems. And the, the car was like either shifting up a gear or what's worse, he was even jumping into neutral. Um, that was a real problem. <laughs> and, uh, it, wouldn't you believe it? Like, and Ted said, Ted sent the car away and spent a fortune on it, no doubt, as you would if you own a car like that. And believe it or not, the damn thing, like, the, the, the problem had persisted. So after Ted had had a bit of a dummy spit, he said, look, Al, can you um, hop in the car and, uh, and, and, and drive the weekend? Because so, you drive it better than I do when it's jumping out of gear. Well, Al can drive around the problem. That's, that's yeah. the issue, that he's a very technical driver and then he can actually go, all right, I understand that, that this car is going, you know, if you're up against right. Vipers, I'm gonna do well, they're going like, to yeah. get you on the chute, aren't they? Yeah, so you absolutely. have to set them up. Yeah. And, uh, and, there are, and he's very, very good at that, being able to, 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 to set people up. In fact, so good that uh, the UK... Um, uh, Daily Sports Car Magazine just voted one of his moves at Thruxton during the year the best move of all British GT uh, Championship for 2005, and, and that's a pretty good a pretty good thing to take off. Certainly uh, is. In fact, and I'll, I'll go back. We'll go back to wait to the Wakefield Park uh, opening round of GT in a minute. But what happened there was that uh, Alan's co-driver Hector Lester in the UBC Ferrari 360 in Thruxton in, I think, uh, uh, August, 
um, had been shunted off early into the race and after being brought out of the uh, the, the, the kitty litter with a, a pace car trundling around they found themselves a lap down and at the end of the field and Alan got in the car and drove the car to come home in second place by one thousandths of a second and was lapping the field at two seconds faster than anyone else like on the track including uh, Andrew Cacaldi in the uh, who's the reigning at the GT2 GT. car, and it yep. should be pointed out that Alan was driving a GT3 car, yes. and so like you know like which is an even more up spec car to what's being run by uh, by uh, Hector Lester in the uh, the GT Championship there. So so Alan's done incredibly well. I'm just having a mouthful of bevy because it is 21. We're not really doing a show. We're not really doing a show. Uh, <laughs> well, we are, but you know we're, we're pretending we're not. So Alan um, opted in the car and. Um, uh, the car had been hobbled, do you believe this? You know, like it's not like he won the championship. Wakefield Park. Yeah, we're back to Wakefield Park now. We're back at Wakefield Park. Back viewers, viewers. Whatever. And uh, an extra 150 kilos of dead weight, obviously, which you can this bear. Is stewards. Yes, no, they had, over the season they said, look, when you're going to come back online for the 2006 championship, we are going to require you to run 150 kilos weight. Now, that's okay, it's not okay, but it's okay if you're told up front, unless you, you know, it's up you to you how you distribute the weight. Bit, yep. Distribute the weight, and obviously the lower centre of gravity, the most better result you're going to get. But also knocked 1,000 RPM off the car, so it was fairly oh, seriously okay. hobbled. Um, Al qualified in fifth. And, uh, and 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 drove through to uh, win the first race. Fantastic. Uh, managed to push the Vipers of uh, Greg Crick and uh, Darcy Russell out of the way. And um, I thought Crick was, was a, a Monty and, and this year. Uh, Conduras and um, um, someone else in the Porsche got rid of them. And uh, yeah. And he says, come home and won the race. Anyway, after the first race, the stewards have gone, oh, good on you, mate. Like, uh, yeah, thanks for winning. Here's your, here's your trophy. Uh, have a 77 kilo weight increase. And we're like, that's just... 77 kilos? Well, that's just madness to come that along. Don't broken the back of the car. Well, and in fact, that's exactly what we, was uh, um, uh, that uh, Hector was saying. <laughs> and he uh, he said, uh, look, I, um, I I really can't do this. Well, the, the, the chassis may fall to pieces. So uh, I think a, a, a reduced weight of something like 37 kilos was organised, and they were all happy, happy, happy. And the, off uh, off uh, Nackers went for for the for the second race. And how did he go in the second race with the well, extra 37 <laughs> kilos? He didn't weigh that himself, would he? I can, I can <laughs> smell I can smell dope. No, you can't. I can't. I swear, I can. Must smell. be somebody walking past on the footpath. Footpath. Adelaide. Adelaide viewers. Five cents a bottle refund and dope smokers. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so there, uh, Al. Um, what, did, what happened? Uh, well, he was, he was sitting on the dummy grid, and they go, Nah, yeah, we don't like Danes, and um, we need you to lower the, uh, raise the car. 20 millimeter. You're going, hold. Like we're on the, gr- on, on, the grid. on the dummy grid. Yeah. Anybody in engineering... So we've already got the weight, and now they've said 20 mil up. 20 mil up. We want you to raise the height of the race car 20 mil. Now, anybody who's a, uh, who's a, and knows anything about race car engineering means that if you're going to raise the thing up, you're going to have to uh, like uh, do a camber, check, camber checks and, and tow right. in it's changes. Just and it's just, gravity's just and, and, and it's because the thing's just going to handle like, like, a, like, a, like a go-kart. And sure enough, they, they, had, they did it, and they, they went out, and it handled like a go-kart. And all they could do was... Um, I think best he could do was fifth, which is probably uh, fourth. I think, and then uh, someone uh, there was a pit lane infringement for, for someone who, who elevated him to right. third. Well, I still mean, pretty good 
pretty good race. It was a good. <laughs> I mean, it was. He had. A, he did say that he had some great races with with Cricky and, and Bryce Washington and in the, the GT3 Cup car, uh, the Adrad car, and that uh, he's an Adelaide bloke too. I think we have to get him on the show. Yeah, find out what's idea. going on. See whether there's any love lost between them and Al. <laughs> Can Al? Maybe we get him on both at the same time and give boxing gloves. <laughs> boxing bubs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then race three, um, I think Al started from fourth or something like that, pretty much shot through the field, and, and you know, after lap three, got up the front and, and took Cricky and, and, and went and went up to the, to, to win the weekend and take the lead in the Australian 2006 Australian yeah, GT Championship. In race three, did he still have the 20 mil on the... No, 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 they, no, that's right, no, they took that away. They, oh, right. They, the okay, sense prevailed that. in the officials department. Very, very difficult to understand, viewers, that that could actually happen, but... Uh, that somebody's actually uh, come up with a something half reasonable to uh, to give him a chance. Yes. Anyway, there you go. So that was Al's weekend that uh, he didn't go racing, and he said, "I really like these weekends off. <laughs> I've just got another another lump of iron on my show." <laughs> hey, speaking of lumps of iron, <laughs> when I went over to Al's place, and like, and his dad's a car salesman, um, and a little old town, little town called Odenson, and. You know, in his little pad there, it's not big, and it's, you know, don't worry, he's not, he's not the multi-millionaire. Man, there was no room because it was all trophies. And the first thing he looked at me, he said, looked at me, said, "Don't drink that wine," because there was some really nice reds, like early '90s euros. And he would have known. Yeah, he looked. He knew yeah, I'm into the reds. So, yeah. so that was pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. So uh, yeah, so Al's, Al's done that, and uh, not that we're doing much turning it into the Al show, but we love Al. And uh, yeah. uh, and what else? That's right. And he, he also got the um, also was the runner-up in the uh, British uh, GT uh, Driver Awards from Daily Sports Car, and also with Autosport magazine. Oh, was that the one where he actually got in front of the current champion anyway? Yeah, yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, Andrew Goldie and, and then. Yep. We saw those, uh, I think, a cost team or I don't know, one of those teams. But uh, yep, GT2 car. There we go, GT3 driver up in front of the GT2. So um, pretty good, viewers. Wait till you hear what's going on on Friday. But we can't tell you. No, because we can't tell, tell you anything. No, we're oh. a veil of secrecy. Speaking of a veil of secrecy, <laughs> I've been I've been uh, rung up by a uh, uh, one of the Coopers race car drivers this week uh, and said, if you mention that again, like I'm going to get you in a headlock. He's a big bloke. And he does take out the award for losing Alan Simonson's trophy uh, at Surfers Paradise. Yes, viewers, it was Alan Mac Ian McAllister uh, at the, with the, the, the first reci recipient of the Dirt Report. And uh, <laughs> who was parading around. And um, it looks like you're in strife then when we get to Clipston. <laughs> I have. Uh, bugger off, Mac. <laughs> Cheers, Mac. But uh, there was a second uh, anecdote to that. There was a uh, there was a person, a, a current and uh, two-time uh, V8 racing champ, that had taken to wearing uh, yeah, girls' we clothes. that last week. Yeah, but we didn't tell the viewers who it was. It was a, a test for them. Oh, who was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was no no one less than Go Go Gadget Man himself, Damien White. Go Go Gadget. <laughs> Hello, mate. Look, look, Damien's doing a great launch next week to, uh, down there at Wollongong, the Wollongong Performance Racing Centre, which he's in now. He's got the big transporter and the big fat check, and oh, uh, good for him. he's been told to not sit in the gutter. I meet Peter at 5am in the morning when the IM, IMB manager just happens to drive fast and catch him doing that because he's got a bit of a household name in uh, in Wollongong. So uh, we still don't know what the car's going to look like, do we? Still we uh, don't know what the car's going to look like, but it's in secrecy yep. at Tosser. 
But that's okay. That's all good. And uh, nah, he'll be he'll be on the money, and Holmes will be giving me a Chinese burn uh, for it, so even though everyone thinks he's a little bit gay. Oh, can you say that? <laughs> Whatever, it's our 21st birthday. We're coming, oh, right, we're coming of age. Um, you wouldn't th- believe Johnny's actually only had one beer so far, would you? Because I've been blabbing so much. Well, yeah, you have. You've been on the blab. The other thing, uh, viewers, that you need to know is that uh, Damien White's team has expanded to a two-car team. Yanis Caviar-Derrams has uh, joined the team, yeah. previously known as Yanis uh, Dynamite Derrams, but uh, after he has admitted his affinity to collecting antique uh, uh, carved caviar spoons, one of, the, one, right? of the, one of the crazes of Latvians that have moved over oh, here, um, he has uh, joined the team and will be operating in the Kanga car that he's... Uh, um, oh, is that the least one? ...stolen away from uh, Alan Porter and the Cross the Cud Popper. Mm. Who will be, will be taking over Gary McDonald's role? It's all a bit of a leapfrog game, you know. Someone's off the chessboard, aren't they? Yep. yep. Speak up. Right. They won't, won't be able to hear. Of they'll be able to hear me. They won't, you viewers. You won't I'm be not, able to hear. At least I'm not turning my head every three seconds as I talk animatedly. <laughs> so there you go. All right. What else we got? I think it's time for another beer. Um, I know what I was going to say. Well, you were talking about the big launch. Uh, we touched on it, I think, on the show just after Christmas, um, and said that. Uh, the V8 supercars were going to have their official launch up in Brisbane uh, to coincide with the Brisbane Motor Show and it happened last weekend. It looks like you can have your cake and eat it. It does, it's a very big cake and uh, they're saying it's their happy 10th birthday. Um, Technically it's not 10th birthday until later in the year but you know we'll give them the benefit of the doubt there I guess. But uh, yeah, happy 10th birthday V8 supercars. Looks like it was a fairly big shebang, as they say in the classics. As they say in the, uh, they also say in the uh, radio intro. Up intro. Yeah. yeah. International Paul, who's been threatening to making uh, make a new front end audio uh, stream for us, and I think that's uh, that's uh, probably a good idea. Thing. That man over there is looking at us strangely because yeah, we're, talk, we're talking loudly in the corner, but we're just like that, talking loudly to Johnny's diary, which has just got the iPod laying on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's McAllister after me. <laughs> Look at that. RIP. Ferrari. Lambo's Enzo Mauler. 471 kilowatts of Ferrari killer. Motor magazine, yep, having a bit of a look at that. Looks like it's going to be a good show. But you know what takes my eye? What takes your eye? I'll tell you what takes my eye. It was one of those new Mazda 3 MPS. Like now, 180 you should say that. But because I'm still in it, it's 185 kilowatts and a little hatch. It'll be like scrabbling. Is it a four-wheel drive thing? No, it's only front wheel only. <laughs> the wheels will be going nuts. Yep. Okay, this is going to be going up against the uh, Ford XR5 or something, yep. I think, which is coming on. And uh, well, focus. What focus do you know about this? Five. What do you know about this Mazda Performance Special well, something MPS? Well, I suppose that's what it is. It's just the the, the Mazda 3, and they've taken the uh, the MPS uh, motor out of the uh, Mazda 6 and stuffed it in, basically. Stuffed her in, mate. Stuffed her in, you got a much lighter, smaller car and uh, and all that power, so it should be interesting. And um, yes, I'm seriously thinking that I might have to have a test drive as soon as it comes out. Well, you, I because just Because I'm known for my hot hatches. You are known for your hot hatches, but I just, uh, you know, you've, you've got, you're running the, the current WRX, uh, like the notch back, yep. uh, using an old English term. <laughs> and uh, mate, uh, what is it? You, 
Jeez, you put 80k on that pretty quick, didn't you? Yeah. It's all your trips down to the southeast to open shopping centres. It is, and that's the big thing. And I've got another one coming up in uh, either the week just before the Clipsal or just after. The Clipsal? Well, we don't call it the Clipsal. Why is it called I the Clipsal? It's the Clipsal 500, but you just knock the 500 off. Well, it's well, Australian, that's what you do. You just, you've got to knock a bit off. You either knock it off the front or the back. And you can't call it the 500 because you don't know what it is. What about just the? The the. Well, if we don't get some press passes, then it will be referred to as the the from here on in. Uh, well, uh, I think we're in a bit of disrepair there with uh, with, the, with the good old Mike Drewer who manages the, the media down there. Um, tried to chuck the olive branch out there, but uh, oh, who knows? We've been ignored. Never oh, mind. Whatever, you know. We're the, I don't know what we've done. <laughs> We haven't done anything. That's the problem. <laughs> so uh, it was, I got some letters back saying that Radio Hotline did not meet the criteria of, um, of media access to the event. Um, we're credited individually anyway, so that's okay. But uh, yeah, we even offered Mike to come on the show today. But um, didn't that's hear all right. anything. No, I didn't hear anything. Uh, naturally. Oh, well. we'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he's busy. Wouldn't want to lock horns with old Mike. No. Especially after he's had a few drinks of the Havilon. <laughs> Look, there you, you go. Look, there. Simon, nothing like a Dane. There he right. is in there. He is having a weekend yeah. off. Just in case you're sort of wondering about that. Uh, yeah, yes, we are flicking through the motor mags as we do. Just you know, get well, it we on are this week because we're not really doing here and there because we're really not doing a 21st birthday show. And we're not really doing a show. This is the whole thing. We're, we're just, just decided a chat <laughs> over a beer and looking through motor mags. It's our 21st and scaring off all the punters in the pub. Punters. <laughs> Alan Jones loves them. Yeah, that's right. Just went to the bar viewers and I came back and, uh, and and JP says I haven't got a freaking clue what we're going to talk about for the rest of the rest of the show. But you're not we, supposed to tell the viewers but, that. But it's a show we're doing. We're not making a show. See, look, look at that. Yeah. There, there's some good stuff in that racer magazine. I tell you, there is. You're right. There's some very good stuff in there. I've been sitting looking at it while Johnny's been in the bar. Issue one with the Audi uh, R10 diesel dieseling on the front cover. Oh, cheers. Oh, cheers, mate. Not the same fidelity through the um, the eye talk that we have from our, our professional uh, mixing desk. It's not, but at least we don't get that <coughs> of the wind. Because it's actually quite a little sheltered corner we found ourselves here. We have a fellow self in a sheltered corner, it's a bit like the sheltered workshop that we have where as well. <laughs> Viewers, make sure you make yourself uh, down to come down to the, uh, the Cooper's Pale Ale Racing Party, which will be held on Hutt Street on Saturday and Sunday oh, yes. night of Clipsal 500, the 25th and 26th um, of March, March. Uh, where uh, Radio Hot Lap is uh, one of the sponsors along with Smirnoff and Coopers and uh, Wirra Wirra Coopers and, and, Smirnoff and uh, Jack Daniels. Yes. Oh yeah. There you go. Get on down. Have fun. So you think we'll see Larry? Jack Daniels are in on it? <laughs> Come down, uh, we might even do a show down there, come and meet us. We'll be yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good idea. Well, we have we all, the, all the Coopers guys down there, on, uh, and, uh, take them all down there on the Saturday, yeah, Saturday night, night. And, and whip them good. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, well, we might be able to run a, uh, get the mixing desk set up and run a cable out from the Havy and uh, grab people as they walk past, Well, uh, so, so to speak. Simonson will be over here just to do fluffy stuff with the Ferrari 550, which will be there out there on display. And because he's not uh, doing any driving, He'll be in good form. He'll be doing form. some drinking. <laughs> He'll be in good form. Because <laughs> he's a thirsty Dane. <laughs> he's a thirsty Dane. Who the hell will that be? Like, if he ends up getting a gig at Triple Eight, that'll mean uh, the Dane, Dane picks a Dane. That's right. Yeah, how's oh, that? Yeah. Dog Dane afternoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I don't know about that. Okay, that's <laughs> We get all the Enzo Maulers after you. Statement. Yeah, well, well, nothing worse than those Enzo Maulers. Now, um... 
I know what it is. Linda rang up earlier. And you were busy putting out Alan's press release and whatnot. She was telling me that... uh, Wish she was busy putting out. (laughs) Shut up, you can't say that. Oh, well, talking of which, though, she did say that she wanted to mention for all you um, available motorsport types... That, uh, Except us. That, that um, it's been a long time between drinks for her, and uh, you know she she's going to want to start reviewing a few people. So maybe on the Saturday night of the Hut Street party, if she sat at the table with the radio hot lap and we're doing interviews of people that walk past, any eligible bachelors, plenty of money, mind you. I know. I think she um, wants that as eligibility. She's looking for a bit of. Linda's looking for some. So uh, she'll be there go. with a radio hot lap shirt and with the, yep. with the linder on it, made for iPod. So you'll know, and it won't be oversized like that one she was wearing in that photo today, oh, which is what? actually where the conversation started. Well, I don't know about that because she asks for extra small, and uh, you can't get extra small. You can only get small. Can you? Yep. So yeah. oh, that's all I can do. Okay, but she did say that she had a long chat with uh, Scott Petter. Oh. Um, and uh, apparently he's. Uh, he's got his car already, but uh, the it's missing. That no, no, Scott's got the the the, um, the gravel car, the gravel uh, Mitsubishi car. Yes, the gravel oh, right. Mitsubishi, and uh, they've apparently got bigger brakes coming from Rally R in Japan, but they haven't arrived yet. So Rally of Canberra, Scott's going to be running uh, the the lesser brakes, but the uh, the tar car is going to be unrestricted, where of course he's got to conform to rally regs. Um, and uh, he was very, very jealous about the fact that um, between uh, you, me, and the fireplace. <laughs> yeah. What? Between Linda and uh, Warwick, yeah. they weigh less than Scott does. So uh, you know he's suffering a bit of a weight penalty. Well, uh, what, what do you? What, what's your suggestion there, mate, for a bit of a, a, a sudden uh, all-up weight reduction? Well, I don't know whether it should be Scott should get all up weight reduction or whether we should just get get a lighter girlfriend. Well, yeah, or we could go and uh, ask them, ask the stewards for uh, Simonson 77 kilos and stick it in uh, Linda's car. I don't think that Linda'd be uh, uh, up for that. No, you're probably right. And just a final, final, final note of uh, tarmac uh, rallying, which is just really just just going from strength to strength, and not that we just. You know, it's just... It is. We're not there rallying. Just because we know Linda, but just the fact is that it's going crazy. Crazy going nuts. As uh, that, uh, this week Peter Washington confirmed that Lake Mountain Sprint would take place on the weekend of 27th and 28th of May at Lake Mountain. Um, The unfortunate thing is that the... uh, There's a CAM series race. There's the second round of the CAM series. The third round that weekend that... Wakefield Park again, oh, you know, and this is that. a couple of weeks ago we were thanking the Chinese for their indecision we were, yes. and uh, not having to go to Winton, but, Winton, and, but yep. now as a result of not going to Winton we're going to Wakefield and that's been brought back a week so now we've screwed up with the Lake Mountain uh, And I hear that it's meant to be very, very good and uh, old uh, rally driver Greg Carr gave it a huge thumbs up. Oh, well that's fantastic. You might remember Greg Carr. I do. Canberra driver yes. from the uh, Gee, well, uh, late 70s there. Late 70s there and uh, yeah. brought those uh, Ford Escort RS 1800s yes. into fame. And the famous mine shark. Now I've just seen something. Oh, it's about about Escort RSs. I can't even remember where it was now. It must have been some article I read recently. Oh, wow. 
And um, speaking of other articles, which you'll get back to, you see, Motormagazine has been listening to the Radio Hot Lap and have decided that what they want to do is a beer shootout. And on page 128, you'll uh, find a shootout there between the, the Mad Hopping Brewery and Bex and the Sol from Mexico. Yep. And then there's Cooper's Pale. Thank you, Glenn. What a, what's oh, Shara's Lager, Shara's Lager's from Never the Australian Hotel in the Rocks. It's brewed down at yeah. Picton or Camden, down that neck of the W. It's beautiful. The dogs and yeah. I would go over the Harbour Bridge, stay there, and have a emu and Kwandong pizza with a Shara's Lager. Is that right? The dog would eat the pizza. You never, took, you never took me there when I came over to Sydney. Yeah. And then you've got the good old Bogue St George, if you like a yes. really light beer with a bit of lime flavour without having to put lime in it. Well, we like a blonde. We do. That's why Linda's off the list. She's not blonde, viewers. Not blonde. <laughs> and she's not even mentally blonde. Uh, she's dear. sharp. And what else is there? Oh, gee. That's the blue tongue. Oh, it's the blue tongue. Right. Never heard of that before. Singapore tiger Good beer. Old tiger. Yeah. What's the next one? Oh, Champagne bottle. It's a hunter beer company. It must be hunter. Of course, it's a. What is that? It's a German style golden ale, viewers. Oh, well, there you go. And um, the honey. And James Squire. Oh, James I don't Squire. like the James Squire. What was it? Oh. Don't you remember when we went on the houseboat? We go on this houseboat, Bill. No, that wasn't James Squire. Oh, it was Little Creatures. It was Little Creatures. Oh. Yes. Wonderful pre-dinner that? drink. It was a one-off. One-off? Right. If you want to sit and have a sesh, forget it. Well, they're nasty. Yep. Just heavy-duty big things. Anyway. Okay. Teco. What's going on with Teco? Oh, I tell you what's going on with Teco after you what tell us what's going, going on, on with Teco. No, you tell me what you wanted to say because there I've already got very little to say. I'll, I'll give you a bit of a rundown on the Apple speakers. I can moment. tell you that uh, there is a huge convergence going on, naturally, with Flash and Photoshop. And uh, the Adobe Photoshop manager was uh, at the Flash Forward conference in uh, um, uh, New York, I think it was, the other day. Yep. Anyway, whatever. And it was... He was had been really, really energised. The interesting thing about it was that he had worked at Macromedia um, on some products, and then worked on something else, and then come back, and then had been been wooed to Adobe in it in order to head up the Live Motion project, which was the original Flash Killer yes. project that Adobe had sort of um, it never really worked. Well, it, it worked okay as a product, but it never got critical mass, so they weren't able to put that. Uh, really into you know into, so into the market in the way it was but they were very energized and that was about six years ago and now he says six years later i am so energized right. because what they're doing is looking and seeing well okay well what do flash users want and how do we bring photoshop and illustrator layered files into flash, flash and be able to do that because there's a lot of this this, this um uh, conversion process stuff that, that, that so much uh, so much uh, so, we're taking so much creative time up, and so if we can cut that out, yep. uh, then how good will so the you next could version create of Flash be? Flash directly in Adobe in Photoshop, or you could do an InDesign type thing where you've just got a linking palette, and you can have your you can be creating your Flash, and then just link back to the original, make a few tweaks, and then update. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, all right then. Well, I'm just saying. a wild guess. <laughs> well, it's because you've had 17 beers. No, minus 15. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> you were going to go, you were going to stay the night tonight. Take <clears> me. <throat> I was looking yeah, forward to that. I've <laughs> sold the redundant waterside property. I hope you have. I'm in cooling off well, at the moment. You're cooling off. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we were going to have viewers. We were going to have this big steakorama, which we are upstairs. I tell you, the royal steaks are just deluxe. Um, and um, and salads, and uh, JP doesn't like salad. Yes, I do. Salads all right. You'll be having salad, 
and then you'd be going up. But we, he was going to stay, and but uh, he's got to go and settle a property in the morning. And I suppose, well, look, think of the think of the freeing up of the cash, and how many more international venues he'll be coming to. Well, that's a good point. That's a very, very good point, John. He said as he digressed away from the flashy thing. Basically, I think what they're trying to do is create greater interoperability between the applications there so that those who are producing, you know, Illustrator-style work... And you do need PostScript work and, and, and vector graphics, you know, from Illustrator to be able to be brought into, into Flash. Yeah, Flash creates it, but it, I think you've got to start with... I think you've got to start with... With, with that app, with, with, with Illustrator, rather yes. than starting with Freehand. I mean, I don't think Freehand's got as much of a hold on the market as people have seen it. You know, Macromedia's had, well, their, had their go at, at, at Photoshop tried killer tools, and you remember yeah. X-Res. Yeah, yeah. But see, Illustrator's always been the tool of choice, predominantly in the eastern states. Adelaide was actually a freehand capital, um, the freehand capital of Australia. <laughs> and that? I can tell you why that was. That was because a guy I used to work with many years ago at the Bureau, a guy named John Kiley, um, used uh, Illustrator 88 for a few years and Macromedia bought out freehand, I can't remember what number it was, probably about three I think and it absolutely crapped all over Illustrator and I've he adopted it. it and that's what he kept training and so virtually everybody who got trained in Adelaide over that five year period was trained in freehand. But Illustrator 88 was made by Adobe and freehand was made by Aldous. It was. And Aldous, Aldous then, Aldous then uh, bought out uh, that and I didn't it go under the uh, Altsys banner or something like that with Fontographer. Yes, because there was all too. sort of yep. a messy sort of arrangement there. Anyway, to bring this little subject to a close, viewers, we are going to see some tighter integration between Flash creators and Photoshop, and I am very, very pleased to be able to see that. And and more, you know, my prediction of a few years ago, which we haven't really brought up on the show here because it's getting a little bit deep in technology, is that. Most web, most applications in the future, I think, are going to be web-based. The, yes. the Photoshop CS3, or maybe not CS3, but CS4 or something like that, will pretty much be all online. And provided you have a fast enough connection, you'll just buy the components that you want. And so today, you go like, I just want a retouch component, so you, it'll load the retouch component. Why does it need to load all that different functionality in there when you only want a certain amount of it? True. And that gets us away from bloatware. <laughs> And, uh, web, and, web, yeah, and web and web based applications will be the way of the future, but it is very much dependent on the uh, on the infrastructure of the of the internet to be able to deliver that sort of content. Uh, that's that's interesting because um, I've forgotten what I was going to say. Because you're going oh, on bloatware. I was yep, talking bloatware. bloatware yep. was going to lead me on to Apple Hi, iPod Hi-Fi, and I had a play oh, with it yesterday. Oh, you did. And what did you think? I thought it was very basic. Well, well, well uh, funny you should say that because it's been not getting uh, particularly good reviews, um, is that right? and we ran it up very loudly uh, the day before yesterday when we got our first units in against things like the Bose, and uh, the base on it is it's not just booming; it's fluffy as well. Uh, Bose just seems to be far more adjustable. So Southern Hemisphere version viewers, that's obviously the problem there. Oh, Look, yeah. it is a little different. Is that I know that it had a spit of input, so you could take fiber directly yes. out of uh, it's, PlayStation, it's got some great PlayStation, and, about that. and Xbox. And you know, if you're a gaming, maybe that's what they're aiming at. It is the gaming users, and so it's you, por and it's portability. The fact that it is a square box, but with with handles built in. I mean, the, again, Apple's industrial design comes to the fore. It's easy to pick up and move plug it in where the hell you like so it's got a lot going for it but the sound quality mm, jury's out 
they weren't very uh, they weren't very heavy and I thought well maybe they could be fit in the back of a supercar and uh, you could have like because the iPod plugs straight into it you can have all this like really interesting marketing stuff going on and annoying people even further as the <laughs> car goes around the track maybe that's what they've got going could you be. know when the cars are trundling down pit yep. lane with the 40k yep. 40k speed limit a button on they sound like crap well, all good depending on how you how you see it um, what do you think viewers you think you could record a V8 and stick it in the back of your um, your Ford Escort and uh, have it booming out through the boot so people think you're driving a V8? Must take a moment to just thank some of the sponsors that have uh, been looking after us over the uh, 21 uh, shows. We, we don't yes, mention we them should. a lot, uh, but uh, Glenn Wanless from Brayside Wines has uh, yes, been uh, letting us, uh, giving us a few reds. Thank you, Brayside. They've been delicious. Uh, there's been um, a bit of uh, oil and a rub and a tickle from uh, Rodney Tink from Motol. Motol, yeah. Yep, that's all been good. Um, who else? Uh, well, International Pauly and, uh, and the uh, Multimatic Operation has, has been uh, unknowingly providing a little bit of resource in yep. there as well, in the same uh, good old panels organisation. Well, that's right. Uh, Glenn Cooper, thanks mate. Uh, catch you yeah, tomorrow for lunch. Man. I have a lunch with Glenn tomorrow. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Some, somewhere close to... L- Len uh, Gooper. Len Gooper. <laughs> somewhere close to Coopers. Somewhere close to Regency Park. Yeah. Oh, I can't say where. Can't say where. Anyway. Uh, okay, I think very energised with the new... Um, the new new season coming online and, yep. um, and and it's all good I think it's yeah it'll, it'll, it'll smoke and mirrors you know like a lot of I think a lot of people get burnt very badly in motorsport a lot of you know, people they don't talked about this before they come we in have. they don't have much like like regard for people of how they're going to react to it over a period of time but uh, viewers I think um, the Coopers are going to be doing some pretty big things in the future and how are the new cars going have we heard or, you know well I actually got the I spoke, to, spoke to Brushes last night uh, right. Neville Bolton who's uh, doing the designs but he uh, was unable to he sent some files through but uh, I, I couldn't parse the, parse the documents so I couldn't <laughs> actually view them but uh, like the green the wiggle slightly I can't say too much it might be a slightly shot going up and off you. That's right, he did. <laughs> Shut up. Dogs is not here with us tonight. Uh, the dogs had a little bit of an accident yesterday in the backyard. I was uh, working away there and um, just from from, uh, from home and uh, uh, all of a sudden I heard this huge yelp and, and, oh, really? and the dogs was disappeared under the car and for that, that was it. The dogs was out of action for the rest of the day. The, 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 um, like, uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a tricycle. Well, the rear leg was up, the, um, the and uh, did she tread on something she didn't like? I think she tried on something really nasty, and she uh, couldn't recover from that mentally for the rest of the day. And went to bed without uh, dinner. Right. Went to bed without dinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you know the dogs bad are... injury. Anyway, she's yeah. back online again today. But uh, we yeah. just went. Well, if you're not having dinner with us, then we're going out to dinner. That's right. And she went. Well, as thanks, we do. thanks for not leaving light on or the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a few other sponsors. Who are the other sponsors? Apple Centre Adelaide, I might say. Yes, uh, you've been very, very kind, JP, uh, with uh, you and all your cohorts for oh, bringing a few resources that. on there. Yep. Well, you know, we've got to get the, got to get the show happening. Got to get the iPod and the iTunes, uh, iTrip, and all the rest of the stuff. I, I talk. Wouldn't be able to. Wouldn't be able oh, to do. Oh, talking. There, there, now there's a tech, t- oh, tech and, topic. Oh, and I must, I must, but I must, and also. Uh, the, the AV Central, Kim yep, Rogers, Kim Rogers, who yep. I will be nipping down to and taking taking him for a bottle of wine in the next few days before I go to New Zealand and screwing him down for a best price on an HD camera. Ah, oh, now I know why you're giving him the bottle of wine first. Yep. Okay. I think I'll take enough. him to that place. In what do you, he loves it in, in Hub Street. What's that yes, one? So, I don't know the one you mean. What's it called? Canty. No, no. Canty. I've got a Canty. Well, where are you taking him? Further down. 
Further down. Further down, further uh, down. Mental blank. Two blocks down, the, the Chanel, the, 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway. Place oh, in diagonally opposite the Arab Stoop. That's right. Well, you can check it out when you, if you're coming over for the Clipsal 500 and doing the Cooper Street Party. Diagonally opposite the Arab Street in Hutt Street. First uh, lucky viewer, uh, second lucky good-looking female viewer to uh, <laughs> to, to let us uh, send us an email to uh, oh look you can use with a picture. Send it yep. to, to John Jowen at hotlaps.com.au and uh, sort of say hey we want to have dinner with you. We'll be able to join us for one of the wonderful nights of um, of uh, gastronomic delights on Friday, the twenty fourth. Of March at the Urban Bistro in Fullerton Road. What a oh, yeah, great, very nice. great spot there. Looking Got a couple of few tables there with, with a few famous racing car drivers. Well, they think they're famous. That's <laughs> right. And we think they're famous too. So that's fine. We're good at that. No, sorry. Now, I've digressed and I've stolen yeah. your hat. And, you and what was I saying? Oh, I know. I was going to talk about uh, I, the iTalk. As you're probably aware, viewers, um, this show tonight, we're not using the normal recording rig. We just uh, basically we've got the i the uh, the iPod with the iTalk from Griffin plugged into it. Um, How we, hard were they to get? And they're very difficult to get because effectively they're a discontinued product now out of Griffin. If you go to their website, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, the reason being that the the makeup of the latest iPods, uh, the Nanos and the video iPod doesn't allow for an iTalk just to clip on the top in the same manner that it did on the third and fourth generation iPods and the iPod Photo. Um, however, for those of you who are disappointed that you can't put an iTalk on, that, on those new newer models, uh, you'll be pleased to hear that Griffin have actually uh, got an IFM2 that should be arriving in Australia very soon. Uh, IFM2 is going to give you the ability to use your iPod as a radio, so it's like basically an FM tuner that turns your iPod into a radio. Uh, but at the same time, because of that capability, it will also have an uh, audio input in, so you will be able to use it in the same manner we're using the iTalk tonight. But will you be able to record the FM? This is the thing we always wanted to record the FM. Well, you reckon this is a copyright infringement? I think it's a copyright infringement. Oh, damn! But you know how useful would that be to be able to record the? Uh, you know, when you're hanging around the racetrack and you're, you're in a local area, commentary, bit of yep. on-track commentary, recorder in, and then have a little bit of a listen to it later. Yeah. And speaking of on-track commentary. Uh, viewers, I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but we were probably pissed, and anyway, we'll tell you again. But uh, <laughs> JP and Linda and I will be calling the uh, the V8 rates th races this year and um, putting them up for you to have a listen to. We um, will. Uh, <laughs> you said that with a bit of... Oh, that's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> well, it is the first I've heard of it, but we no, have spoken no, about no. it for many years. And we are... No, we will be doing we it. We did do it one and year that, before. And, and, and we have our own special place where we do it and where we can see the big screen and get all the ambience of it all viewers and so uh, as long as uh, the organizers of the c500 there you go i've changed the name of it as long as the oh, organizers of the c500 instead of the clipsal yeah. haven't moved the bar this year well they moved we'll it last be able year. to give Didn't the they move it last yeah year? they did but then they put this other new stand up this year so i'm worried it might have moved again Viewers will be doing it from the uh, the Coopers <laughs> corporate box, <laughs> with no doubt uh, Glenn Cooper will be sort of uh, getting involved, and, and and Alan Simons will all be there too, and we'll, yeah. it'll be it'll be a proper professional um, uh, afternoon it's of silliness. You idiot! Uh, it's our twenty-first birthday, fifty minutes, and we weren't even doing a show. Well, there you, you go. Fifty minutes isn't bad two, for a show that's one. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> but I think we've probably run out of everything. Oh, one thing I must remember yeah, I did want to talk about After was you. they reckon there's going to be a drama now with Sandown. 
because the dates clash with the AFL and Channel 10 has got a foot in both camps and nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, obviously the AFL has a bigger pull in uh, states like Victoria and South Australia um, so the consensus at the moment seems to be that we may miss out on live coverage of, uh, of Sandown. Now I think that that's woeful. Um, you know, there's, there's got to be a way around it. There is a way around it, well, and that hot is no, it's <laughs> called hot lap, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, getting us involved with uh, like revamping the uh, sickeningly useless Big Pond Supercar website. And I have to say that like it really is a piece of crap at the moment. It used to be good, but I'm sorry, TC, we've just got to say it to you. Uh, like the partnership with the Big Pond may be providing all sorts of financial uh, uh, benefits and windfalls here, there, and everywhere but uh, the users can't find anything and I suggest we have a bit of a chat about uh, from a user uh, usability point of view and we'll be happy to come along and uh, work with you on that and uh, viewers check it out for yourself but you know all sorts of ODBC errors and this and that and you know this is a classic case you know you like can't you, find the links you, your partner but it's a dog's breakfast the it whole day it, it's incredibly hard to find what you're looking for on the it's hard to find what you're looking for okay so when you're building a new website yeah. if you're going to build a website in this scale imagine that, okay you need to go and say all right we've got all these teams we've got all these media people and they need to upload their high-res stuff and it needs to automatically generate the low-res stuff but it just needs to be a little bit more visually consistent. And, and this is a classic case. So, so they've got, Big Pond's got involved, and so they've provided the resources there. But, you know, who knows whether the people involved in that team actually have any interest in bloody car racing. Well, I'm also, is, is it over-automated anyway? Have, you, have they lost the human touch where people do look at it and go, this isn't working properly, maybe we should redesign it or maybe... We should do something else with it. It's ordinary, and I'm sorry to say, but I'm not bagging you specifically, TC. But like you know, this needs fixing, and uh, we're the team to uh, to do it for you. And if you have a look at the uh, the latest v8utes.com.au website, you'll see what we mean because we've done a huge upgrade over that over the weekend. And it looks fantastic. We yeah. the little flash cars moving along. Yeah, flash, uh, flash, uh, flash video, a la yep. NASCAR, yeah, different page loads up a little little trailer there, a countdown. And when you jump to another page, you get a different picture of a different driver. Or a different babe. One or the, yeah, well, that's right, or a different babe. There's yeah. lots of babes on there yeah, now. There Podcasting, yeah. yeah. yeah for all you female viewers... If you, if you don't like all the babes, write in and tell us and, you know, we'll probably ignore it, but we'll try and get a few more pictures of uh, drivers maybe with their um, with their overalls that peeled off because it's hot. <laughs> peeled off yeah, overalls? Just, just by re some way of recompense. Well, you know that the V8 Utes have embarked, we've now actually got uh, a search for Miss V8 Super Ute. Mm. Uh, mm. He says with a mouthful mouth of, of beer. Mouthful yeah. of beer. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I got uh, got asked to go up to um, to judge uh, with, Dam with, with Damien White at, uh, at at Surfers Paradise, but unfortunately, I'm going to be in New Zealand doing something else, and I went. I don't want to be judging Damien White, you know. I, I've, I've seen enough of that in New Zealand. <laughs> Who knows what he's going to look like with a G-string on? He's awful, that bloke. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty ugly stuff. So uh, yeah, anyway. We're up, right. the, we're up for the challenge of uh, building a new website. Anything else? And now we're up for the challenge of a steak. I oh think. man, I tell you, these steaks are huge. Well, oh, it's good to me. It's Macca. Yeah, it's <laughs> back again. Well, viewers, have we, have we missed anybody? Recording. It's our 21st episode. It We've come of age. Well, we should actually. I know we thanked UK poorly, so thank you again, UK poorly. We need to thank. But that. we should acknowledge you and all your input. 
over the over the first 21 episodes. Uh, Mark so Mark Bryan and Mick Pinder, the crazy yep. crazy guys, are Mark and Mick and Mark, the nutcases. Rusty sausage for all her uh, snapping. <laughs> um, who else? Are we uh, all those who have, uh, have been all on the, the show guests that we've had on the show. Uh, so Ryle far, Harris and uh, Marcus Sakanovic. Um, Murray Walker. Yep. Uh, uh, Babs. Uh, all. Uh, who else? There's lots of them. I can't even. There think are. Of them. I can't either. It's just too many. We've we've been pretty fortunate with the number of good quality guests that we've had. Gary Baxter, uh, Charlie uh, Kovac, yeah, Simon Wills. Yep. Uh, Gary's been on these. He always comes over. He wants to eat a bit of pork belly. That's his problem. Oh look, there's a couple of cuties arriving. Oh, that uh, means it's time for dinner. Okay. Uh, and um, there must be someone else. There's there must a, be someone else. Someone else. Someone. Who, who can you think? Someone else. Viewers, I don't know. Anyway, I just feel like I'm Alan Simonson. <laughs> Who's he? No, we've said enough about him. Who is he? Um, I don't know. Where's he from again? Um, it's where they draw those those cartoons. Oh, oh dear, that could say be no more. Well, that, well, absolutely, let's say no more on that. We'll do okay. We've got the fat one becoming our way. Speaking <laughs> of a fat one, I think we know I need to go up the seas and get a medium rare one. That's right. Alright. Well, it's funny when you have a show that you're, you're not going to do, that you feel for 20 minutes and suddenly you don't want to stop. Yep. But we are. Look at that, 55 minutes. I think we've done exceptionally well for the show that isn't really a show. So, it's good night from me, viewers, and I'd I'm like looking to say, forward to that stake. And congratulations, Johnny. I thank you very much for bearing with us and, um, and having the faith and uh, coming along each, uh, each week to have a night off from uh, your girlfriend. And, and, and thank uh, you very much. And it's thank been, you It's been much. wonderful to do, and I think we're going okay. Um, we're certainly a lot better than those other guys we had oh, the other yeah, day. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying who they are. Oh, no, no, but so, it was wonderful. You know, but it was wonderful. There you go. Well, there you go. It's okay. the two chipmunks signing off. It is. Good night. See ya. Testing. Okay. Hi, I'm Sarah, and welcome to the 21st episode of Radio Hot Lap. And make sure you join us at the Clipsal 500 and the Huge Cooper's Pale Ale Racing Street Party. <laughs> I can't do it. One more, one more, one more. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs>